when we eat um, a diet or a meal that's high in sugar or simple carbohydrates, our blood sugar spikes. And then shortly after our meal, it crashes. We get hungry or we start craving sugar again, and then it goes back up. And then shortly after, back down. And this is called the blood sugar roller coaster. Welcome to Thriving with Diabetes, the podcast where we empower people with type 2 diabetes to, to live their best life. I am your host, Gamden, a holistic wellness coach, helping people overcome challenges related to type 2 diabetes. I believe that with the correct knowledge, support and mindset, you can lead uh, a more fulfilling lives while you are managing diabetes. Living with diabetes is not easy and it is important to uh, acknowledge the difficulties that you face. But remember that you have got the strength and the resilience to overcome these uh, challenges and thrive. In today's episode of Thriving with Diabetes, we are going to uh, talk about blood sugar control. Our guest today is Andrea Modria, a certified holistic nutrition and weight loss uh, coach. Andrea will be sharing uh, invaluable insights and practical strategies to help you improve your blood sugar levels. Throughout uh, our conversation, we will explore the difficulties of blood sugar uh, control from interpreting the signs of imbalance to uncovering the factors that impact uh, blood sugar. So I am uh, excited to have our guest with me today, Andrea Modria. As you know that our podcast is about empowering people with type 2 diabetes to lead healthier and more uh, fulfilling lives. And having an expert like Andrea on our show helps us achieve that uh, goal. It is always inspiring to learn uh, about our uh, guests' uh, perspectives and experiences. And before we dive into our discussion, I would love for uh, Andrea Modria to introduce herself, share some background about her, and tell us what she does. So without further ado, I will hand it over to Andrea to introduce herself. Andrea, welcome to Thriving with Diabetes podcast. Hi, Gamden. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you having on your show. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a holistic nutrition and weight loss coach. Um, I help my clients 
to lose weight, but my main focus is on their health. Um, so I really want them to regain their health, regain their energy, their vitality, um, feel in control and thrive, like you said. Brilliant. Very interesting uh, uh, introduction to start with uh, uh, this episode. And do you know that uh, our podcast uh, our episodes of the Thriving with Diabetes starts with uh, sharing the mission and uh, the health journey. So to give our viewers and listeners a brief look at your like health journey, uh, so if you can share your mission or health journey that led you to become a certified holistic nutrition and weight loss uh, coach. Yes, absolutely. Um, my journey started many years ago when I myself uh, had a major health crisis. Um, it was a very difficult time for me. It was very scary. I was uh, all alone. Anyways, uh, the background to that is that I was not living my best life. I was under a lot of stress, uh, primarily, and we all know that stress basically leads to illness. Um, I was not eating well. Uh, I was not sleeping well, so all the factors were there for uh, basically a giant health bomb. And that's what happened. Um, my health crashed completely. Um, it turns out that I needed surgery, well, at least according to the allopathic model. Um, and Sorry, this is a little difficult for me because it's it's very emotional uh, returning to that point in my life. Um, I was extremely ill, um, just like I couldn't sleep. I I wasn't like any. I wasn't eating well. Um, yeah, you can tell. Like I'm I'm kind of shaking right now just thinking about it. Anyways, um, deep breath. Back to the surgery. During the surgery, I um, I had a near-death experience, and I, f I felt like I was in the light. I was surrounded by the light of God, and it might have been for a fraction of a second, or it might have been for the entire two-hour surgery. Uh, I don't know, but it felt... It was the most amazing, amazing feeling. And um, afterwards, while I was recuperating at home, I realized what the significance of that experience was, which was that God had given me a second chance at life. And it was my responsibility to God and to myself to do better to live a better life, to be healthy. So bit by bit, I changed everything. I changed my nutrition. I changed my lifestyle, exercise, sleeping habits, uh, everything. I'm not saying it was something that happened overnight. It took a long time and I'm still a work in progress, just like everybody else. Um, 
And here we are today. Eventually, I decided that I wanted to help others to prevent them from getting to crisis level like I experienced. So um, I did a lot of research on my own, and eventually I found a program that uh, was suitable for my needs. Uh, and I got certified, and lo and behold, here we are. Brilliant. Very interesting uh, story. So that shows how you struggled at the beginning with some serious uh, health issues, and you went also through stress, which was part of a it. A lot. A lot of stress. Then you took an action to change mm -hmm. your life, and others. Yep, that's Brilliant. it. Thank you for sharing that uh, like inspiring uh, story. So uh, as you know that when you talk about diabetes, the first thing you are going to uh, face or you might be asked is about blood sugar levels. And it is the most thing like concern or concerning uh, uh, in terms of uh, diabetes, specifically for type 2 diabetes. Can you explain what a high blood sugar level is and what are its uh, potential uh, risks and the steps a person should take when suffering from it? Okay, so usually when we eat a balanced meal, our blood sugar rises steadily as the insulin helps the blood sugar go into our cells for energy, and then it slowly goes back down. When we eat um, a diet or a meal that's high in sugar or simple carbohydrates, our blood sugar spikes. And then shortly after our meal, it crashes. We get hungry or we start craving sugar again, and then it goes back up. And then shortly after, back down. And this is called the blood sugar roller coaster, right? So the ideal, like I said, is to eat a meal that's balanced, that has healthy pro protein, healthy fats, and fiber, and fiber is the key to maintaining blood sugar, as are the other macronutrients, and your blood sugar will rise slowly and go down slowly. And, you're, and you will have the right amount of sugar in your body for your cells to use as energy. Whereas when we eat foods that are in excess of uh, sugar, that have excess sugar, or that are um, highly processed, this causes our blood sugar levels, like I said, to spike, but there will also be an excess of uh, glucose in the blood, which uh, our insulin will not be able to um, introduce into our body's cells, and it will, not, it will be too high uh, for it to be um, stored in our muscle cells and in our liver cells as glycogen. So now we have an excess of blood sugar, well, of sugar 
circulating through our blood. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, so having a high blood sugar levels itself is not, uh, I mean, it is normal, but when it goes above the normal range, it becomes dangerous, right? Correct. Okay, then in the other side, there is something else, which is having a low blood sugar level. So right. if you can just uh, touch a little bit about that as well. Right. So like I mentioned, it, there's a blood sugar roller coaster. It goes up and down, up and down. So when we're in a low blood sugar situation, which is called hypoglycemia, um, this is when you might go for many hours or sometimes days if you're fasting or if you're in a situation where you're in high stress and you're not eating well, you're not eating at the right time, uh, you're going like large gaps between meals um, or you're eating meals that, uh, that don't have any carbs at all, then your blood sugar will drop and it will stay low. And this is, like I said, called hypoglycemia or low blood sugar. So you might experience symptoms like dizziness, shaking, like your hands might be shaking, um, sweating, uh, anxiety, panic attacks, um, lack of mental clarity or brain fog. You will obviously feel hungry. And in some extreme cases, you might even faint. So when you're feeling lightheaded, feeling dizzy, from lack of eating, that's those are the symptoms of low blood sugar. Brilliant. Thank you for sharing this uh, great uh, information. So both of them, either having uh, a high blood sugar level or low blood sugar level, both of them are dangerous. So we need to... Uh, keep an eye on our blood sugar levels. Right. The key is balance. Balance. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, now let's talk about uh, insulin resistance, which is a term often uh, or uh, an issue is often discussed in diabetes management. So could you help our viewers and listeners uh, understand what insulin resistance is and what are some common causes or uh, contributors to it. Okay, absolutely. So um, insulin resistance occurs when our body is producing enough insulin to deal with the amount of carbohydrates that we eat, but the lock and key mechanism on the cell receptors, so how insulin works is that when we eat um, a meal that has carbohydrates, the carbohydrates turn into glucose in our body in through, through digestion. And then uh, the, carb or the carbohydrates or glucose circulate through the circulatory system, so through our blood. Insulin is released by an organ called the pancreas, which is just behind our stomach, to help uh, move the glucose into our cells. So there's a lock and key mechanism, right? So there's like uh, the, the there's a lock on the on the cell receptor, and the insulin is the key, 
right? So lock and key mechanism. The insulin opens up the, the lock on the cell receptor and then the glucose can rush into the cell to give the cell energy. So uh, during insulin resistance, the insulin is working properly, but the cell, cell receptor mechanism, the lock and key mechanism is not working properly, okay? So since there's now a lot of sugar circulating in the blood, uh, this will signal the pancreas to release even more insulin to help get that blood sugar, that glucose into the cells. However, the feedback mechanism is now not working either. And it, uh, the feedback mechanism that is to stop the pancreas from releasing insulin. Right, so it, now it's not working. So now you've got too much insulin and too much blood sugar circulating in your blood. And it takes that much more insulin to get the sugar from the blood into the cells after each meal. Over time, insulin resistance will lead to type 2 diabetes. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you for sharing that. So now we uh, understand uh, what is uh, what insulin resistance is and how it affects uh, or can affect our body so like just to summarize that so is not about is not about uh, that uh, the pen, the pancreas doesn't uh, produce insulin but is about our cells uh, or the body cells uh, are not responsive to insulin Correct. And if we don't deal with that, uh, so we develop uh, type 2 diabetes. In the long run, that's what happens. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know you have already uh, touched on uh, some of the signs or uh, symptoms of unbalanced uh, blood sugar uh, levels. Mm -hmm. uh, how can... Uh, if you can share some more uh, common signs or uh, symptoms that our audience should be aware of. Maybe we know some, but we don't know others. Uh, if you can okay. add to that as well. Yeah, absolutely. So high blood sugar, which is called hyperglycemia, so too much uh, glucose, um, happens when we regularly eat meals that are high in sugar or high in processed carbohydrates. So like cookies, um, bread, cereals, baked goods, all those things that are processed, um, those are called simple carbohydrates. And when we also eat a meal that is low in protein and healthy fats, so uh, high sugar, but low protein and healthy fat and fiber, low fiber, your blood sugar will rise and it will stay high. You may have low insulin or your insulin might not be working efficiently to get the blood sugar into your cells. Okay, so some symptoms of hyperglycemia or high blood sugar are fatigue, Again, lack of mental clarity or brain fog, aches and pains in your body, inflammation, extreme thirst, 
symptoms of dehydration, um, excessive urination, and loss of appetite. Okay, there's one other, one other um, element I wanted to touch on because we touched on hypoglycemia or low blood sugar, but I also want to touch on reactive hypoglycemia. Okay, so this is when we eat a meal that has a lot of simple processed carbs. Your blood sugar will rise just like in hyperglycemia. Your insulin could be working normally or efficiently and is released rapidly and in large amounts in order to get the sugar out of the circulating blood and into your cells for energy or into the liver and muscle cells for storage as glycogen. So as a result, what you may experience would be symptoms of low blood sugar, like hypoglycemia, about three to five hours after a meal. And this type of hypoglycemia is also related to type two diabetes. So like you mentioned earlier, both high blood sugar and low blood sugar are unhealthy or dangerous. Thank you for sharing that very interesting uh, information and I hope uh, people can benefit from that. So uh, just to share with, with you, uh, to share something, I was doing uh, uh, research about uh, continuous glucose monitoring device and found uh, various factors that can influence blood sugar levels. So I want you uh, to tell us some some of the top. You don't need to include everything, just to share uh, some of the top uh, factors that impact uh, blood sugar, including like diet, lifestyle, uh, stress, and uh, genetics. Right, so um, definitely diet or nutrition is a huge factor in um, getting to the point of having diabetes or high blood sugar or insulin resistance. What you want to be doing ideally is to be eating a balanced diet that is high in fiber, first of all. So fiber comes from a whole complex carbohydrates, so whole foods like fruits and vegetables, especially leafy green vegetables. Uh, those are extremely high in fiber, as well as seeds. Seeds like chia seeds and flax seeds are very good uh, for fiber. Um, like I mentioned, fruits, vegetables, low glycemic, uh, very important for people who uh, are diabetic, as well as eating healthy protein and healthy fats. It's important to have a balanced meal every time. Other lifestyle factors are a sedentary lifestyle, so not doing any kind of physical activity, not getting adequate sleep, and adequate sleep is um, seven to nine hours of uninterrupted sleep every night, um, 
getting enough water and I'm not just talking any kind of liquid. It has to be primarily water. And of course, um, you have to, I mean, there are so many ways of making water more interesting than just water. You can add a splash of lemon juice. You can add some slices of fruit, mint. Uh, you can drink herbal teas. Um, you can drink iced tea, mineral water lots of possibilities and we need uh, women need about 2 to 2.2 liters of water per day and men need a little bit closer to three liters per day um, and other lifestyle factors so we covered nutrition we covered hydration we covered uh, physical activity which is really important um, and we covered sleep also very important Okay, thanks a lot for sharing that. So, yeah. uh, drinking coffee is not part of uh, <laughs> being uh, hydrated. No, coffee actually dehydrates. Um, yes, as do sugary sodas um, and alcohol. So we can can we say uh, it should be uh, healthy drinks healthy in moderate but wait 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 because there is vitamin water that is touted as being healthy and it's not all that healthy because it's very high in sugar so the things that i mentioned those are are ways to get uh enough water throughout the day okay brilliant uh, great that you focused a lot about uh, hydration and uh, yeah now you just said uh, you need to like uh, to drink throughout the day is not something you do it like in the morning or midday. Just spread the time. I mean, when you drink. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, a yes, absolutely. So you can drink first thing in the morning. And one great tip that I can give your audience is to have a glass of warm or room temperature water with about a tablespoon of lemon juice first thing in the morning this will kickstart your metabolism and your immune system it will support your immune system or if not lemon juice then uh, a tablespoon of organic apple cider vinegar and this is so good for your body Every morning, if you do this, it will it will help you a lot. And then throughout the day, you can drink uh, water. However, however, not with your meals. So it's important to drink water, but drink your water about 30 minutes before or 30 to 60 minutes after your meal. Because if you drink water with your meal, this um, will water down your digestive enzymes. So it will dilute the digestive enzymes, which you don't want to do. Okay, brilliant. Thank you for sharing these uh, great tips. And uh, great that you mentioned as well uh, sleep, which uh, something people or some people uh, overlook uh, as... Yes as you can say, is as a foundation of health. Some people may say that. Absolutely. 
uh, this you mentioned uh, some of uh, the macronutrients. This will lead us to the next uh, part. Yep. Um, I read your bio, and in your bio, you mentioned that diet or nutrition is the center or the central foundation of your approach, which yes. plays a major role in mm -hmm. blood sugar regulation. How do uh, different uh, macronutrients like carbohydrates, uh, proteins, and fats affect blood sugar levels? Okay, so the number one thing that affects blood sugar level is obviously carbohydrates, which is what we've been discussing so far. Uh, simple carbohydrates are, um, again, basically processed foods like breads and cereals, baked goods, um, even white rice, um, starchy vegetables uh, are also high glycemic. They're, they're still good for you, but better to eat low glycemic and complex carbohydrates. So I went over this earlier, but I'll just repeat it really quickly. Complex carbohydrates are vegetables, fruits, nuts, seeds, and legumes. And if you're eating these on a regular basis, you're doing great things for your health. They are amazing, amazing for your health. Okay. Um, if, you, if you're eating um, watery, so low glycemic watery vegetables like lettuce, spinach, cucumbers, um, those kinds of vegetables, I would say try to fill up at least half of your plate when you're eating a meal. At least half of your plate should be complex carbohydrates or watery vegetables. Um, protein is really great for balancing blood sugar. Uh, protein is basically uh, animal proteins, uh, meat, fish, eggs, dairy. And as well, there are plant-based proteins like legumes. Um, that are also very good for you, especially if you're eating a plant-based diet. However, please keep in mind that to get your daily amount of protein, if you are on a plant-based diet, you do need to eat more. Because the legumes, for example, also have fiber, they're not as high in protein as um, a piece of chicken would be, for example. Right. And lastly, I want to mention healthy fats. Healthy fats are so important uh, for good health overall and for maintaining um, good levels of blood sugar specifically. Uh, some healthy fats are avocados and avocado oil, olives and olive oil, um, coconut, coconut oil. Those are the three top ones. Um, as well as, again, nuts and seeds are high in um, fats, which is healthy fats, which are very good for you. On the other hand, I would avoid seed oils like uh, canola, 
soybean, cottonseed. And when these are combined, they're actually called vegetable oil. They're not really vegetables because when was the last time you squeezed, uh, I don't know, let's say cucumber and got oil? No, it's it's not true. Like they just use the word vegetable to make it sound like it's healthy. Uh, and these unhealthy trans fat hydrogenated oils are extremely bad for our health, extremely bad. In the long term, uh, not only do they mess up with our digestion and um, with our blood sugar balance, but they also lead to cancer in the long term. Yeah, they're terrible, terrible for our health. Brilliant. Thank you for sharing uh, that information. So in terms of carbohydrates, so we need to focus on complex carbohydrates that include uh, fiber. Absolutely. And uh, uh, you can get them either from whole grains or uh, nuts and, see and seeds. Uh, proteins, we can either uh, get them from uh, plant-based uh, plant or uh, animals. Mm -hmm. And in terms of healthy fats, uh, this is not something to be like scared of. People might say it is high in fat. Doesn't mean it's bad or un uh, right. is not uh, healthy. So you need to focus on healthy fats. And Correct. you mentioned olive oil, mm -hmm. uh, coconut oil or coconut as well. Uh, mm -hmm. the, um, you mentioned as well uh, when you eat... Uh, nuts and seeds they are rich in fats as well correct brilliant thank you for sharing yep. uh, that uh, i know you have already uh, given some uh, practical tips and uh, you shared uh, uh, strategies and before uh, i move to the next uh, section or part of this episode, is is there uh, or are there any more? Uh, uh, are there uh, some more uh, practical tips you want to share before yeah. we move to the next part? Absolutely. So, um, the best advice that I can give is um, if you can, when you're having a meal, if you can picture your plate, a round plate. So, uh, about half or slightly more than half should be um, foods that are rich in fiber. So primarily green, leafy, uh, high fiber vegetables for about half of your plate. One quarter of your plate should be a healthy protein. One eighth of your plate should be a healthy fat. And the last eighth can be uh, like you mentioned, whole grains or um, carbohydrates that are high, high glycemic, like squashes, sweet potatoes, uh, like gr a whole grain rice, whole grain quinoa, amaranth, uh, those kinds of things. So that's my tip. Really simple if, if you can picture it, half your plate, Vegeta uh, vegetables, one quarter protein, 
one eighth healthy fat and one eighth whole grains or um, more starchy vegetables. Okay, brilliant. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, I think you have got a program and uh, part of your program is weight loss. And you yes. know that achieving uh, and maintaining a, a healthy weight is a common goal for many people, mm -hmm. specifically people with type 2 diabetes. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have anything to share about weight loss and uh, blood sugar control? Uh, yes, absolutely. Let me just scroll down to my um, tips for balancing blood sugar and for weight maintenance. So as we've been discussing, this is probably just going to be um, a repeat of what we've already said, but I just want to go over it so that it sticks with uh, the audience. So it's important to remove refined sugars and carbohydrates such as bread, pasta, pastries, uh, all kinds of white carbs and starches, and replace these with whole natural sources of complex carbohydrates that are low glycemic and high in fiber. Okay. Secondly, remove processed foods such as sodas, candy, junk food, anything that is not natural, anything that's not growing in the soil or on a tree, uh, on a farm, no, it's a big no-no. If it's processed in some sort of a factory or laboratory, forget it. Uh, and replace these with, again, whole natural foods such as vegetables, fruits, nuts, seeds, and legumes. It's important to eat a variety of colors. So eat the rainbow, eat the rainbow. There are so many amazing phytonutrients uh, in all the colors of the rainbow in the foods that are various colors. Um, another tip would be to not eat uh, meals that consist only or primarily of simple and refined carbs. It's important to combine your carbohydrates, even if you happen to have a meal that has the kind of carbs that we're saying no. First of all, it's about balance, right? So don't put yourself down if you're eating something that, you know, is really not on the list. Um, we all need balance in our lives. And if you restrict yourself all the time, your brain will be like, I want that thing. I want that thing. I want that piece of cake. I want that donut. So it's okay to treat yourself once in a while. It's actually important to incorporate some of your favorite foods into your healthy eating plan. Okay, so when you do eat a meal that is high in carbohydrates, it's very important to um, also add healthy proteins and healthy fats but it of course focus on uh, leafy green vegetables so if you're having a salad uh, with some protein and fat and then you're treating yourself with a piece of cheesecake afterwards that's okay but it's important to eat your healthy meal first because you're already starting your digestion and it will help to maintain 
your balanced blood sugar if you do eat something that is higher in uh, sugar than, than what would normally be allowed. And again, removing any unhealthy fats because these promote inflammation. So um, refined oils and trans fats, really like get rid of them. They're, they're terrible for our health. They do nothing, nothing, nothing for our health. The only good thing about them is that they're cheap. And the reason that they're cheap is because the industry makes so much of this terrible crappy oil. Okay, if I tell you how it's made, you're going to be grossed out and you will never buy another uh, jug of vegetable or canola oil ever, ever again. It is disgusting. First of all, before they even make it to market, they are already rancid. They are already rancid and the industry puts chemicals in the oil as well as hydrogen and spins it in a, in a centrifuge. Uh, to combine the hydrogen with the oil so that it remains or it appears to be not rancid so that it doesn't taste bad but the oils are already rancid so really don't touch them get rid of them and of course replace this with good quality fats like i mentioned avocado coconut olive olive oils as well as it's really important to eat foods that are high in omega-3s omega-3 such as fatty fish like salmon and mackerel and flax and chia seeds. Flax and chia seeds are also high in omega-3s. And as you mentioned earlier, removing stimulants such as coffee and alcohol and instead drink plenty of water throughout the day but not with your meals. So those are my tips for maintaining balanced blood sugar and healthy weight at the same time brilliant thank you for sharing that great uh, advice and helpful uh, uh, information from andrea uh, so you are uh, emphasizing that avoid uh, avoid uh, processed food mm -hmm. and focus on healthy food Focus on real, whole, healthy, nutritious foods, primarily vegetables and fruits. Yep. Brilliant. Thank you. Uh, I have got another question uh, for you uh, yes. before we finish this uh, episode. Uh, what inspiring uh, message or advice uh, would you like to leave with our viewers and listeners uh, specifically those struggling with type 2 diabetes uh, balance is key and um, my my motto i guess you can say um, is small steps lead to big results i mean i'm not the only person who says that Small incremental steps over time will lead to big results and do what's within your control, right? If something feels like it's way, way, way outside of your comfort zone or way outside of your control, let it go and don't stress out about it. Do what's within your control and take small incremental steps to get to your goals. 
you can't change everything all at once because you might do it for a week or two and then your body and your brain will start going back to its old routine. So if you build healthy habits, you have to start from where you are. And this is what I do in my program. We start with where you are and we build up. We build up one week at a time. What are you willing to do? What can you do? Right? And then we build up a little bit further, a little bit further. So small incremental steps lead to big results. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, it's very important uh, if you want to achieve a healthy uh, lifestyle, if you cannot achieve uh, a big goal, so as you mentioned, just take it in small uh, or in small steps. Uh, this is going to be e even like a sustainable uh, change. That's it exactly. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thanks a lot, uh, Andrea, for that. Uh, how can people uh, find you if they want to get in touch or they want to learn more about you and what you do? Okay, so my name is Andrea Modrea. Uh, if you can see it on the screen, my name is spelled A-N-D-R-E-E-A-M-O-D-R-E-A. -E -E you can find me on Facebook under my name. You can also find me on Instagram under Our Healthy Path. Our Healthy Path, that's the name of my company. Um, and yeah, um, I would love to hear from you. Those are probably the best ways to reach me. You can reach me by phone. Uh, it's an in, it, even if it's an international call, it's through um, um, an app. So it's my phone number is one six one three seven 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 nine three two one. That's one six one three seven 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 nine three two one. Or if you want to reach me by email, it's Andrea dot Modrea at proton.me. That's my email address. Those are the ways that you can reach me. I would love to offer my website. Unfortunately, right now it's under construction, but it will be ready uh, as soon as possible, hopefully within the next two weeks. And then I'll have some great information to share with whoever uh, joins me on my website, whoever wants to visit. I'd be happy to like put all sorts of great information up there. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Uh, that's great. I think the easiest way uh, might be to search for your, uh, for your name uh, in Facebook or uh, your business in, in Instagram. Exactly. Okay, thanks a lot, uh, Andrea. Uh, uh, I think we have come to the end of this episode. Uh, first and foremost, I would like to express my uh, sincere gratitude and uh, to our amazing guest Andrea Modria for generously sharing her expertise insights and time with us today your contributions uh, has truly elevated this episode and I deeply appreciate the information you have provided and I want also to thank everyone of you, our dedicated viewers and listeners for being a part of this episode. 
if you are seeking uh, assistance and support on your health journey, I encourage you to book a discovery call with me at wellnessimpact.org. During this call, we will uh, discuss uh, your needs and explore how I can uh, assist you further with your uh, health uh, issue. If you found this episode is uh, insightful and valuable, I, encourage, uh, I invite you to join our community of people committed to thriving with diabetes. To stay up to date with, uh, with upcoming episodes, empowering discussions, and practical tips, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. For those who prefer other platforms such as Spotify, you can follow the Thriving with, Diabe with Diabetes podcast. Once again, thank you, Andrea, for being our guest today. Thank you, everyone for joining us on this impactful journey. Until next time, take care of your health and keep thriving.